They had these Balenciagas on sale. The original price was $1,000. They have now come down 40%. So they're like $600. And I'm like, mm, don't want to do this. But I just really feel in my heart of hearts. So although they're $600 now, I feel like the closer we get to Christmas, they're going to come down. So if they come down to like $400, I'm going to snatch them. I'm going to snatch them. I just know the sale gods is going to want to see me in these shoes. So they're going to bring it down just a tad bit more. She like girl mad. And my sister is like this too. She's like, oh, it was a thousand and now it's only 600. Did you fooling me to think I'm saving? Somebody says sale equals sucker. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm like, that's well, how Lollipop me. I'm a sucker. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to go ahead and get into today's episode. Again. We're going to run it back. Run, run it back. back. Run it back. Um, oh. So today's episode is all about investing in your personal style. Today we will be talking about the highs and lows of fashion, what to consider when investing, and big brand versus smaller brand and indie brand. Today we have with us our guest of the hour. <laughs> She is a closet bestie with a personal style that I admire. Y'all are going to have to bear with us through this. Please, please bear with us because the last one was so much more professional. It was just invisible to y'all. And and now we're just going to laugh through it, y'all. We, one, thing, one thing about us, we're always going to be real. It's always going to be real and transparent. Y'all are getting it firsthand. <laughs> Technically, oh. secondhand. We have with us a closet bestie with a personal style mm. I admire. Um, she is the creator of the Balls of Beauty blog. She is also the creator of Black Girls in Nordstrom and known for her love of the finer things, but not paying the five. She is a DMV lifestyle blogger with an emphasis on style. She has a love for vintage fashion and indulging in anything self-care. She juggles her modern family along with work and school, and her blog is a safe space, no judgment zone, full of random combos and fashion finds to share. Please welcome Miss Keisha. We also want to welcome the ladies and gents in the room who are joining us by way of our audience. I did a poll and you guys asked for a way to engage and add your voice to these conversations. So I'm excited to have you all here. Please feel free to drop your comments, your questions, your feedback in the chat, and we'll keep an eye out for them. Now that we've properly started the recording, we actually do see you all's comments popping up as they should. So I just want to confirm that we can see you all. So if you're listening on your podcast platform, Voice and you want in on the conversation, you can visit me on Instagram at Fashion Maybe and join the Ladies Room broadcast channel, which is where we post the audience link that will get you behind the scene access. 
So now that we've gotten all of the housekeeping out of the way, let's jump into it. (laughs) Keisha, please explain what pay in the five means. So pay the five is a reference from The Martin Show. I speak in references to music, movies. If we're having a conversation and the reference pops up in my head, I'm going to start singing it. I'm going to start saying it. My life is like references. So on The Martin Reference, there was a bill that he did not want to pay the five for. It was a small amount, but to him, it was the general principle of I'm not paying the five, Gina. And so that is what I mean when I say I am not paying the five. I don't like paying the five for shipping. I don't like paying the five for parking. Like, it's just the the little things, but they're big to me. When I go to Wegmans, I got to make sure I have my bags. I don't have to pay the five cents for the paper bags. I don't want to pay the five, Gina. I'm not paying the five. (laughs) And the bag is literally five. It is five cents. Five cents, but I will mess around and be like this with my groceries because so, I'm not paying the five. Like, you know, oh, she looks good, but she can't the groceries out. I ain't paying the five, Gina. Speaking of um, you have a perfect synergy of what I like to call effortless casual chic. We never know where you're going. You might have on a gown and you might be going to the Kennedy Center or you might be going to Wegmans. <laughs> For me, y'all know I am a football mom. I have no in-between. I am either dressed to the nines or I look like a boy. So, Keisha, talk to me about how you find that place in the middle. Uh, I like to find the balance with pieces that are going to be versatile. So, a two-piece set. I love two-piece sets. No brainers. I don't have to overthink anything. I love caftans, one pieces. You dress it up, dress it down. I can wear them with slides, sneakers. I'll toss on some heels and it's the same foundation with just three different looks. Even if you just toss on accessories just to elevate the look. So it's like, I'm always ready to go. I'm always ready. Stay ready. Listen, and you could be at the grocery store, we've seen you do your uh, sip trips where she is at Starbucks, y'all, looking absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> That's one that I admire about you. One of the other things that I love to point out about Keisha is she's not just up and putting on the things, putting it on. She is up at 7 a.m. 6 to 6.30. I wake up when the sun comes up. I leave my blinds open so that as the sun rises, I rise. <laughs> and oversleeping for me is anything past like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. I'm just waking up like, oh my God, it's like it feels like noon to me because I want to be as productive as possible and take a full-on advantage of being out and about before the world wakes up. So that's why I'm like an early bird now. I love it. I love it. You just, you're up and you're productive. You got your whole morning routine together. I love that for you. So the morning routine actually does help me with getting dressed because as I'm doing my morning routine, I'm thinking, okay, what style of a story do I want to tell 
when I get dressed this morning? How am I feeling? Do I want to do some lights? Do I want to toss in some color? I'm trying to incorporate black into my wardrobe more often. So it gives me a time to, ah, it's like woosa. And dressing is like therapy for me. So it comes naturally. I love a closet bestie who can navigate fashion off the rack. Um, I know you are the creator of Black Girls in Nordstrom. Um, So that's a given. But tell me about where you like to shop and how Nordstrom became a way of life. I love thrift stores. I love anything vintage. Um, The vintageness kind of goes with my style personality. I love polka dots, stripes, snake prints. I love things that you're not going to see in the masses. As far as Nordstrom, <laughs> again, I can talk all day on some Nordies, but it's just a one-stop shop for me. Nordstrom Cafe, I can make like a whole little me day. Nordstrom mm-hmm. Cafe, I get something to eat, grab some lunch, and then I go to the e-bar, grab a lavender chai latte, mm-hmm. and then I'll just stroll around and peruse through the department stores. And I have made a lot of relationships from the associates there because I'm a familiar face. So whether I'm going to do a pickup, whether I'm just randomly shopping or window shopping, like they all recognize me and they're like, oh, you don't work here yet? (laughs) Which I probably should actually. But um, just the relationships that I have built in Nordstrom's and they invite me to events and they give me VIP sale updates and everything. But they're also budget friendly. You can get something on the low end, the high end. They can fit your budget however you see fit, pun intended. Earlier in our recording, um, <laughs> you mentioned also have stock in Nordstrom. Do have stock in Nordstrom. I do feel like wherever you shop at the most, so I shop at Nordstrom the most, I shop at Starbucks the most. Um, so I do have stock in where I shop the most, but don't tell my baby daddies. <laughs> so that's actually really smart though. I never considered as much as we give these brands and these big corporations our money, actually being able to invest in um and yes. get back in. So I love love that. So you are like me. You enjoy the drama of fashion, the self-expression of fashion, um, all of the things, the statement pieces. So on the last meeting in the ladies room, we talked about putting together a capsule wardrobe. Have you ever considered um, building out a capsule? I will consider a capsule the closer I get to my 50s. I do want to eventually become a minimalist. Um, because I do think that we do overconsume now. You can get influenced so easily by like, oh my God, they posted this. This might look good on me, blah, blah, blah. So you just have like a tons of tons of clothes. So I am also and always in purge mode. But okay. as I get older, I am going to invest in a capsule wardrobe. But for now, I'm just having fun investing in my style personality and just showing the internal happiness that I have on the outside. And yeah, so a capsule wardrobe is, I'm not in a capsule era right now. But what we did talk about earlier, with people going back to work, like you don't want to put too much, I get, my alarm goes off at 5.30. So I'm not trying to think too much at six in the morning, but I am going to go to black and white, like a black and white uniform 
Um, so I guess that, yeah, like you were saying, that is capsule-ish. Capsule-ish. So I'm going to try that for work. It is. And that was one of the ways that we kind of reframed what a capsule collection was, because I think I've always overthought a capsule wardrobe. I've always thought, oh, it has to be these rotating 10 pieces. Um, That's what I thought. But in essence, like all it is, is a uniform. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, y'all see me on here today in this orange and orange is not, (laughs) not a part of my capsule wardrobe that I told y'all that I was going to do. And what actually happened, and I am committed to being honest um, with you all about me trying out a capsule wardrobe. Um, As soon as I set my colors as black, white, cream with pops of red and green, I failed day one of my capsule wardrobe. Failed. I was at work, I believe I had on brown, like browns and blacks. And what happened was I overthought it as per Pisces usual. So I I have taken all of my pieces. I've hung them on the rack. I have, you know, separated them out so that it should make it easy. But as we discussed earlier about overthinking and over planning for things. Um, so I went in there day one of return to work and I go to the rack. I'm trying to do the most. I am trying to let I am trying to mix texture. I am trying to find fun in this capsule wardrobe. Like I want to enjoy getting dressed, even if it's just even if it was already on the rack. I'm like, I've got to make these pieces like fun. Like we talk about all the time, like how I typically show up at work. My coworkers are normally like, oh, she looks nice or oh, she's so fashionable. So to me, it's a standard in my head. Like I've got to uphold. There are these expectations of you now. The expectations. You can't let us down. So, and then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm committed to making this capsule work for me. And for me, it's like, I still want to feel like I'm doing the thing. So I overthought it. Out of my peripheral, I saw a pair of brown and black print pants um, that I got from Universal Standard that I absolutely love. And then next to it, this is on the other side of the closet, y'all. I am now longer even looking. So far away from the capsule. I am now no longer even looking at the capsule side of the thing. Next to it is a leopard print um, cardigan. So I was like, oh, this is a cute print mix. We're going to go with that. So day one, I failed. And I literally, y'all, my overthinking is a thing. I felt so bad. Like, my, meanwhile, girl, who, this is your capsule. It's yours. And it's, I thought the point of the capsule was to be simplistic. So like basic blouse, trousers, whatever, shoes. Like just basic. You just grab it and go. But that's, you flipping through. That's, that's The point is that it's supposed to be interchangeable pieces. You should be able to just pick and all of them go together because you have pre-picked this wardrobe. So anywho, my mind is spinning because I typically do a picture, an outfit of the day of what I wore to work. And so I'm like, I'm going to post this picture and people are going to see that I have failed today. And that's why I know I'm not ready for capsule this. I know I'm not ready. Now, as I get older, I'm just going to want to definitely do the least as possible. 
So I'm just like, okay, one, I've got to own it because I don't want people to ever think like, I, you know, Instagram, you show all the highlights, all the ups. No I'm, lows. And I'm not even going to hold you because I thought about it. I thought y'all wasn't even going to get an outfit of the day. <laughs> I thought I like be like, ooh, ah. <laughs> Literally. Y'all almost didn't get it. And then I was just like, no, Jamie, like rethink this. Like one, admit that you it's day one. You failed yeah. and that's fine. Claim it. But also I was like, let me think about how I could have used my capsule pieces. Like in my capsule, there is a black pair of pinstripe pants. Um, I could have kept on that same t-shirt that I had. And I have a cardigan in my capsule that had, it's a black and white, but it's a different print. So I still could have had my print mix. So I was like. Well, that's what I like when you were saying for work, start off, because I do think the capsuleness is almost like a lifestyle too. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of just start out just dip your toe in it just a little bit so I can dip my toe in it for work because I also don't go in Monday through Friday so when I do go in I can just start off with my capsule and just work my way from there yes so that's what at first I was like well you know I can kind of tone it back and not make it a lifestyle because clearly I'm not ready for a lifestyle change But I could scale it's it totally back. Totally is a lifestyle change. Yeah. I could scale it back to just being a something for work. But then yesterday I got this orange <laughs> I got this orange turtleneck. Cause one thing about me is I love turtleneck season. So I'm like, oh, turtleneck season is coming. I got this orange turtleneck. And immediately in my head, I'm like, oh, Tuesday, I'ma give them a monochromatic orange look because I also have I also have these um wide leg orange trousers and I'm like give them that I'm gonna try this mono well actually yeah so I did a monochromatic look for our fall family photo shoot and I like it It I'm kind of liking it like I'm I'm trying to stuff out of my comfort zone a little bit because I don't like anything too matchy matchy like that's my that's my issue right there too so the monochromatic look I'm going to start you know trying to get more simplistic and chic and refined and just it's just a cleaner look but friend the problem is the (laughs) the the monochromatic look sounds fire like I put especially for orange I put the turtleneck next to the wide leg pant and it is a perfect match. So I'm like, oh, we about to kill him. And then immediately I was I can't like, wait. I was like, Jamie, that is not <laughs> in the capsule. That's not the capsule. We about to fail. <laughs> we about to fail again. Oh my God, that's not the capsule. Mm-mm. But y'all stay tuned on Tuesday. See, see what happens. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that because I want to see that like, in orange. Tried to do it again. I was like, well, rethink it, Jamie. How could you use your capsule pieces to pull off what you want to with the orange? But it's not going to give the same thing. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Anywho, so back to our topic of investing. Um, So what determines how you choose pieces at a higher price point? 
Is there a budget? Is there a range? How do you pick? So, in a one-income household, there is definitely a budget. And if there is something between 200 and 250, I'm going to sleep on it. And I get back at you when I wanna, I'ma sleep on it. <laughs> Another little reference. Um, so yeah, between 200 to 50, I'm not so quick to pull the trigger on it. I'm going to put it in my wish list, think on it, do some reviews on it, do some more research on it before I go back to it. And if I'm still thinking about it two, three pay periods later, if it's still there, then I'm like, okay, I need to go ahead and grab this. And I also take into consideration how often I'm going to wear it because the cost per wear is very important. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not spending five, $600 on this and I'm only gonna wear it one time. I don't wear stuff for the gram, which you see me on the gram man. I'm wearing it to work. I'm wearing it to my sip trips. I'm wearing it for errand runs on the weekends. Like I literally wear my stuff like all the time, which is another reason why I'll probably get back to the capsule thing. I wear the same stuff. Like mm. I'm, I always, y'all I love my, my Nike sweatsuit look. I love my my sweatpants with a dressy sweater. I can always interchange, intermix. So definitely a budget is set. Cost per wear is important. Okay. So one thing that you mentioned that I liked is that you will sleep on it because I'm somebody who suffers from instant gratification. So... A hundred and under, I'm definitely instant gratification. Um, I need yeah. it now. Don't like offer to order it for me. If it's not here right now, it's not meant for me to have because I do like instant gratification. Yeah. So I like I like that. Um, but I think it's important to note too that that's something or part of the process that comes with investing. So acknowledging that some of these things are going to be at the higher price point, which may not be a quick pull the trigger and that's okay. Um, mm -hmm. It's okay to think on it um, on an investment piece that may be a little higher um, in price. So you like bag food, <laughs> bag or food. Listen, I, I have a son that is in college and I'd be like college tuition. Somebody yes. a payment coming. So about the damn preparation, Lord Jesus. So you mentioned your wish list. Tell us about one of your wish list items. What's on the list? <laughs> so Nordies, kind of love Nordies. They have these Balenciagas on sale. The original price was $1,000. They have now come down 40%. So they're like 600. And I'm like, mm, don't want to do this. But I just really feel in my heart of hearts, because my size, I wear um a 39. So I feel like if it's the general size, if it's still in stock, that means it's not like a hot seller or whatever. So although they're 600 now, I feel like the closer we get to Christmas, they're going to come down. So if they come down to like 400, I'm going to snatch them. I'm going to snatch them. Like, but that is in my wish list. I have been going back to it since I put it in there like three days ago. And also what I consider is how often am I going to wear it? The style is a pointy toe. Y'all know I love pointy toes because it is a sleek look, is mm -hmm. a classic look, it's timeless. Uh, it's a sling back. 
I'm in my slingback mode. Slingbacks and mules. Same. That's me. And it is a kid meal because I be purring on these hoes. Okay. Now, everybody else can walk around here wiggling in them so cates, them red bottom joints that people know their knees be hurting and stuff. And give me a kitten. So it checks all of the boxes, which is why I keep going back to look at them because I'm like, and it's a basic color. It's just a simplistic, creamish color. So you can wear it all year round, which I also be considering, again, cost per wear. You can dress it up, dress it down. Like, I just know the sale gods is going to want to see me in these shoes. So they're going to bring it down just a tad bit more. <laughs> and when they do. <laughs> so listen, one of the things, one of the things that you mentioned that I will know is that you like girl math. And my sister is like this too. She's like, oh, it was a thousand and now it's only 600. Did you fooling me to think I'm saving? I'm going to take the bait. So she's always like, and, and I'm like, no, that's 600. That's, that's $600. But you're saving 400. It's a save. Like nobody wants to pay anything full price. So facts sell me and then it's oh it's 40 percent. so like 25 percent. i'm like mm, that's like tax or something yeah. but when you get past 35 now you have piqued my interest okay so Same. we're gonna stay tuned to see if keisha gets her balenciagas because holiday season is coming i'm going to put that <laughs> somebody says sale equals sucker that's how i feel that's how I feel. I'm like that's well, how they do. lollipop me. I'm a sucker. <laughs> Look, you know how sometimes they be like, "Oh, it's on sale. It was twenty dollars. Now it's nineteen ninety nine. That's why I'm like, you gotta kind of like uh, one cent, but two cents. Wait a minute, man. Now we getting somewhere. <laughs> So, um, one of the other things I wanted to ask you is, does it matter when ter- in terms of investing, when you're trying to figure out where to invest, do- does it play a part if it is Black-owned, women-owned, small indie brand versus big, you know, the big box stores? Does that p- play a part in your decision making? That definitely plays a part. I would love to support Black-owned. I love to support uh, small businesses, indie brands, because I do think that they do not get the credit that they deserve. And they also have good quality pieces. So quality is also top-notch for me. Quality, customer service, don't give me nothing with no nasty attitude, make me feel good about spending my dollars. Um, I take all of that into consideration. Um, actually, after I graduated, I got myself a graduation gift. And I was like, oh, I want to get some designer shoes. So I initially thought red bottoms. And then I was like, mm, not not them little high joints, but a nice little heel. And then um, I remember Kiari. I always seen her come across my timeline. She has the uh, golden statement heel. And mm-hmm. I said, I would much rather invest my monies into this Black-owned female brand. who, And her shoes are quality. Like, her joints is up there. So I was like, 
let me go ahead and do that. And I'm glad I did that because I love them shoes. They're gorgeous. Art. They're gorgeous. So earlier in the episode, we mentioned you being in a gown in Wegmans. And those were the shoes that you had on with your gown. In Wegmans. (laughs) in Wegmans and it was nice and early too so again because I like to avoid the crowds but the ones who was walking past was like oh wow you look really nice wow and I'm just like "Mm, thank you (laughs) so it recently came up about this it was a suit um and I think the suit was like around 250 280 something like that and originally I was kind of like hmm that's interesting because I typically spend a mm, a no-brainer suit purchase for me is normally probably around $100, and that's normally because it's on sale. Um, <laughs> so the $250, $280 kind of mark, I was like, Pause it. I thought about it. But then I was just like, but you know what? This is a Black woman designer, Black-owned brand, indie designer. So for me, I'm like, I'm going to invest that money in that suit before mm-hmm. I would say a suit from Eloquy. And no shade right. because I love Eloquy. I love their suiting. They do suiting well. But when I think about investing, I'm like you. I would rather put that money into a small indie brand. Um, This designer in particular, I've shopped with her before. So I know that she gets it and she's going to give me those like little details. Um, Make sure you share with us because I love a good suit and I will definitely invest, especially if it's a unique piece. That's Mm -hmm. something I know I'm going to wear five, 10 years from now, which is also what I take into consideration. I don't want you to date me when... I'm like 50 and be like, mm, I remember that. That was like, <laughs> so 2023 girl, like catch up. Like yeah. I want myself to be timeless and grow with me. So that was another point of that suit. It's a black and white suit. I'm like, that's never going to go out. Oh, you know, I'm on my black and whiteness right now. Oh, I'm in, I'm in a black and white kind of mode right now. Just I love. So. Ooh. So for me, I was just like, I'd rather invest that money with her. The other thing that we talked about, too, was with mass production, um, with some of the big box brands, they design for the masses, of course. So Quality can get lost. Yeah. So sometimes you lose those design details and those just small things where it's like the small indie designer is going to give me like a dart at my waist to make sure that it's mm-hmm. creating a shape. Like Target, not thinking about that. No. At all. It's like just toss it on. It's just slopping all over you. Then you got to spend extra money to get it tailored to you. So it's like, why not just invest in the built-in funds? It's one-stop shop. So that's what I was going to mention too. A lot of the mass production and overconsumption of stuff now, we're getting to the point of we're just going to make it in general and then it's mm-hmm. to tailor it down to fit you the way that you want it to fit you. And I'm like, by the time you put all of that's that, it, you're <laughs> at the same, you're at the same point. So I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, quality is what I'm looking for, um, the level of design I'm looking for, because sometimes Target or, you know, lower, um, not lower, but big brands will just give you something very general, not unique mm-hmm. handout pieces. So right. they will um, invest in too. Lastly, 
I want to close with something that we talk about often. Um, Keisha and I stay in the DMs all the time, y'all. All the time. So, that is the point of this series is to kind of open up the DMs to give you all kind of a look at what we're talking about anyway. Um, and one of the things that we're both passionate about doing the inner work, you have a blog post called Clean Your Mirror. And we talk about all the time doing our work. So tell me about how that, <laughs> tell me about getting emotional again. Tell me about how that reflects um, and how you show up in, in your style. I always believe that there's a correlation between what we put on and what we wear in our wardrobe and where we are in our journey. Um, so tell me what that thread is for you. So my Clean Your Mirror series, it is a very, they are vulnerable posts of my life experiences, things that I have learned, unlearned, just bringing my own self to the forefront, putting the mirror in my own face, because going through doing your own mirror work and growing, it it can be kind of ugly to be like, okay, this is my fault. And this is why I got the outcome that I have gotten. So just really sitting in some stillness and gaining some clarity on some things, I pretty much created my Clean Your Mirror series. Um, and it's actually been one of my most popular series, surprisingly, um, because as you were saying, it's relatable. And I just really toss it out there, just my own diary and then when people come back like oh wow I read that and I just really resonated with that because I was going through the same thing or I thought the same thing and like how did you do this and I'm working on this so we just always build and bond from there so how it correlates with my style now um, I definitely want to dress how I want to be addressed I do not want to look like Anybody who was not there for the OJ trial, I don't want to look like anybody who was not in the club in the 90s. Like, I am of a certain age, and I accept that. I am, I'm, I'm looking forward to aging gracefully. I'll be 43 in January. <laughs> I know, I know y'all thought I was still in high school and whatnot, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. They be getting me mixed up when I go pick Mason up. Like, ma'am, get to class. No, ma'am, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> But I'm I'm an auntie. I'm auntie. But um, I just I just want to also just dress how I feel. Like I'm I'm feeling really confident in my womanhoodness. I am really enjoying the growth that I'm having and learning about myself and learning how to effectively communicate better now these days. And you know, as an Aquarian, we're never wrong. You know, we be knowing. You know, we told you so and all that. But sometimes I do have to be like, okay, maybe I was a little aggressive and I got to win it back. But I just want my style to reflect some evolution and just working on some challenges. Wearing all black to me is always been blah. It always just feels like, oh my God, I feel like Wednesday, like from Adam's family. So I got to zhush it up a little bit. So just challenging myself, step out the box and just some refinement as I age gracefully. I love, I love. So your that series, of course, is one of my favorites because it's my Pisces vibe. You always I hit me up on them joints. Always. <laughs> it's because like one of the, um, reasons that I started 
the Adjust Your Crown podcast was for that very reason. Like, we're going to approach you when we see the Balenciagas. Like, we're going to, I always say fashion is the bait. Like, that is the thing that kind of draws people into us. But, like, being able to share our stories and share kind of our experiences and our, mm, girl, I went through that too. This is how I was able to do da da da. Like, those are the things that connect us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like we said, that's a very relatable thing. Um, I love the accountability of it all um, because I know that, you know, a lot of times we the problem. Am I the problem? <laughs> Who's the problem? Am I the villain? So I, can, I always appreciate like being able to just take a reflective look at where we've been, what we've done. Um, I think a lot of times we find it challenging to admit that we've changed our mind about something. Like mm-hmm. once upon a time, I thought this way about this thing. And now I no longer think that way. And this is how I kind of came to where I am now. And that's okay. Like you mentioned evolution of your style. Like that is the point of life. We are supposed to evolve. And Mm -hmm. as we grow and as we learn, um, our style will evolve with us as well. So that's why I always ask that question because I'm just like, you can look at somebody and kind of see where they are in life. Um, And where chicness definitely screams refinement like I've been and I've you know cleaned my mirror I've picked up some things I've got some jewels along the way and Mm -hmm. I love those I'm not surprised at all that they're popular I think a lot of people are looking for ways and places where they can connect especially um, among women because sometimes like I told you the other day like we don't get to remove our veils that often. We walk around mm-hmm. with got it all together. I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm, you know, I'm out here doing this, that, and the third. Right. Sometimes we need space to just be like, nah, I fumbled the bag over there. <laughs> and this is how. So, right. Yeah. Like- and then it's, I also think people's style should naturally change every five to seven years because you just go through different periods in life it's like okay I'm not doing the same stuff I did in my 20s or my 30s I'm not looking to be outside after nine o'clock I'm yawning at 9 30 if I'm out I'm already calculating okay I need to leave here by 10 o'clock so I can get home by 11 o'clock yeah your style evolves naturally every five to seven years so I'm like oof what is going to be next for me? Chico's, Talbot's, black and white. Yes, Talbot. But also just who are you outside of all of the things? Like when I'm not wearing those Balenciagas that the sale gods are going to bless me with, who am I? When I'm not wearing the designer makeup, who am I? How do you feel when you encounter me? Do I leave a person better than I found them? What other values can I bring outside of all of the shimmy and, you know, sparkle that y'all see online? It's just more to me. I I am so much more than what I'm wearing. (laughs) And so that's what my Clean Your Mirror series pretty much is. Yeah, I love that. And I think um, it's important to note, too, when you said that your style will evolve as you grow and as you age. I also think it's important to let it. Like, yes. it's totally okay, like, to not, because if you don't, you look like on the outside that you're out here fighting a battle with yourself. Trying too hard. 
Yeah. So it's like let your style evolve, be comfortable in the evolution of your of your style. And I think even as your style does evolve, which actually this may, brings up a question, um, have you always been kind of in the highs and lows of fashion? It has been with the evolution of style and salary. <laughs> okay. Because um, <laughs> growing up, I used to model my mom, my grandma. And so I've learned my shopping. I've learned shopping off the rack from my mom, my stepmom. They will always hit up the clearance. My mama always was in the thrift stores putting stuff together. So that's how I kind of know the style and fashion because not a lot of people have both which is why a lot of people just follow the fast trends. But if you know how to style, you can take something from the 80s and make it more modernized with something from Old Navy or wherever. So just having the balance of both pretty much. Okay. Well, I love that. And I love you and I thank you. Thank you, friend. (laughs) This was so much fun again. Again? (laughs) Yes. Thank you for having me. Tell us where we can find you, where folks can keep up with you, and all the things. I am very Googleable on my blog, ballsofbeautyblog.com. And I am also on Instagram, ballsofbeautyblog. I'm also on TikTok at Dainty Lady because I like all things dainty and prissy. So one thing that um, Keisha does as well that I love, um, because we're approaching holiday season, and one thing that she does well is uh, what she calls her bay bags. So if you have a special someone, a husband, a boyfriend, my man, my man, my man, um, she puts together, y'all, we're not talking about socks, tie. We are talking quality, good gifts. So if that's something that you struggle with or something that you're looking for, um, she has some already listed on her blog, but also let's upgrade them in this year. Let's, let's upgrade them. Um, she does great at putting those together as well. So um, Keisha, any upcoming things coming for you? Also for the bay bags, I can do them for all age ranges because I also have a teenager. So I curate them to their age range. But what do I mean? Oh, I have some reviews coming on the blog since you brought up the whole clean your mirror. I have had some clean your mirrors in the tuck. And so I have been so nervous to just drop them, but I'm going to just you've inspired me to just go ahead and drop them so I'm going to drop some clean your mirrors I'm going to drop some reviews I'm going to do some spotlights on some black owned businesses I love candles I love black owned business candles I know y'all be pressed to shop them candles at Bath and Body Works and all them but I can assure you if you switch to soy wax versus that fake stuff it makes a world of difference in the home. Like, uh, I just, I can't wait to show you guys. But it's part of my morning routine. Like, I'm a full production in the morning and before I go to bed. So candles, rum sprays, incense, I love all of those. And there are scents that you can't find at Target in them. So that's what I have coming up. Oh, and I'm going to be updating my, my men's guide, my men's gift guide. Love, love. That's I'll- always fun. 
I also love that you mentioned um, having a gift guide that's age appropriate for young men as well. We're both uh, moms of young men. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, of course, their gifts are typically electronics. I want a PS5. I want whatever. Um, But it's also important to expose them um, to some of the finer things as well. Um, So I love that. I've recently um, just had to start sharing my esthetician with my son. Um, And I'm just like, you expensive. (laughs) You look expensive. Um, But I love that, that he has that exposure um, and he can start because he also has a job. So he can start investing in those things for himself. (laughs) Don't say no coddle. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Because they're expensive. It is expensive. Keeping up with yourself and the kids, it, that's a whole extra budget. But yes. Hey. And like you said, planting the seeds. So if you start while they're young and they can eventually make it a habit later on down the line. Like I don't like seeing boys with dirty nails. It's nothing. Just go get a manicure or something. Like just the upkeep. It's a part yeah. of the package. Or even throw the little nail care kit in the in the bag. <laughs> Lastly, I also just want to thank those of you all who have jumped on to join us. I appreciate it. I've, we've seen the comments coming through. I just wanted to note one that's in here from Ricky. Thank you very much. Black women are fashion muses and are always fashion forward. Thank you so much. I thank you all for joining us this time. And until next time, we'll see you in the next meeting.